I'm Kate Daniels, Ark of King County. I hope you're not so much like me in that you're not aware of this truly phenomenal organization. But even if you are, they are so forgiving, I believe, and know there's information that needs to be shared. And that's the reason why a great team of folks from Ark King County are here. Stacy Gillette, the executive director, along with Eric, Robin, and Madeline, they do so much and impact so many lives that we simply need to hear it all directly from them. Well, good morning to this studio of wonderful people we have with us, Stacy and Eric and Madeline and Robin. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> what were you going to say, Eric? Oh, good morning, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> See, isn't that great? You get a, t a taste of the flavor of what is happening with us this morning. But there's also a serious part of this as well as we meet this wonderful group of people from ARC of King County. And I'm just getting to know about ARC. Stacy. would you, as the executive director, give us a little insight into what this big organization does? Sure. Well, the ARC is an 81-year-old organization whose mission is to promote and protect the human and civil rights of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, we actively support their full inclusion in all aspects of society. Uh, the ARC was originally started by parents to raise awareness about their children with developmental disabilities and their needs. Um, that long ago, people with developmental disabilities were routinely institutionalized we're not allowed in public schools, and so we've come a long way. Uh, and now our focus is to make sure that we empower the voices of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to speak for themselves. And it's a really broad umbrella, then, of all that you do at ARC to support people with the intellectual and developmental disabilities. I mean, it's all facets of their life, right? Yes. There are about... 34,000 people in King County alone. And so each year we serve thousands of people doing very basic things like answering their questions about where they can go to get help, which we'll talk about a little bit more in detail here pretty soon. And uh, we make sure that people with developmental disabilities are able to work in jobs, are able to live in their own communities. They get access to the same things that you and I do. And we support their desire to really participate and engage in society. And the number is quite large, uh, over 30,000. We can think of that as being really a city itself. Just to put that in perspective, this is a lot of people that we can't just disregard, we can't shove away somewhere. Integration, inclusion is so key, isn't it? It's really key. And I hate to say it, but still in this day and age, people with intellectual and developmental disabilities still experience a lot of discrimination and bullying, and they don't always feel welcome in our community. And so our goal is really to change that by um, helping people really develop relationships with someone with a developmental disability. That's, that's really the key once you get to know somebody on a human level. We know all kinds of judgment and expectations and thoughts about someone change. Exactly. And so with Arc of King County, it's been here for decades, which is really incredible. And yet, these eight decades later, we still are finding that it's an uphill climb kind of thing, right? Oh, absolutely. I think 
people with developmental disabilities are really clear. They feel isolated a lot of times in their own communities. Um, sometimes that's just physical barriers or services, right? Whether or not they can access Metro to get to their job or um, they can find a physician who can help with the care that they need in particular. But it's, it's more of a human thing too. It's whether or not individuals connect with them and tolerate social and behavioral and intellectual differences. And we're really lucky to have with us this morning that I'm so glad that you have come to join us this morning, Eric, because I think from a personal standpoint, you can address this very specifically, can you not? Yes, I can. So tell us your story. Tell us about what has gone on in your life so people can really get a sense of this. Well, um, a lot in my life, and mainly this great full-time job that I have at the Arctic King County, which I really love, and a lot of, I also have an interest in hobbies. I also live on my own. I love to be as healthy as I can be. I love making salads and my own dinners, um, having a full, inclusive life, and I have Down syndrome as my disability. That's only a, is a part of me that just being a, a person, regardless of my disability, I could pe- pretty much do everything that other people that does not have a disability. And so I could be able to say, I can do this. And I know so many others um, can do the exact same stuff but in their own abilities and doing what they feel like doing when they want to do it. I'm so impressed. But yet, I have to be cautious about that because you are a young man and just doing all the things a young guy would want to be doing. And so someone may think, okay, he is, do you like the term differently abled? No. Nope. Okay, thank you. So it's a disability. It's a disability okay. because disability is a part of nat- the natural human life. Mm-hmm. And regardless of that, is I just want to be treated with um, respect and dignity, which I do feel like I do have, but sometimes it takes people with disabilities twice as long to explain how challenging it is to not just get around, but to do the things that we want to do. So for yourself, you live independently, and I'm impressed. You cook all your own meals. I kind of rely on my husband to do that a lot of the time. He loves to cook, but regardless. So I'm impressed you do that for yourself to be really healthy and to stay independent. And the one person that has helped me and been there for most of my life has been my mom, and that's great. And I mean, can, I could say and do all this stuff on my own, but that's not the reason why I'm here and saying that I do this. It's because I know that potentially, regardless of many people with this severe disabilities, can do so much if they, if their parents and advocates let them try and be able to do that and being okay to fail and it's okay to do that just having that experience and that's how you learn 
I think the important thing, too, is none of us really live completely independently. We're all interdependent on each other. Right. Like you said, your husband often makes food for you, right? We all make our way through our day, hopefully touching and relying on other people to support us and help us through the day. That's not any different than for someone with an intellectual or developmental disability. And you were mentioning then, Eric, that your mom has been really significant. So she's been a big advocate of yours, but she couldn't do it all on her own. No. So were you and she and your family active with ARC, say, from uh, your infancy? Uh, no, but my mom at some point, I don't remember how long ago, has been involved with the National Arc in Washington, D.C. That's the umbrella underneath the branches, and I work for one of the local branches here in Seattle. Which is the Arc of King County. Correct, and that's right. been around for 81 years. Right. And what is your work? My work, um that I do is I'm the program coordinator for the Community Change Champions program, and that is led by people with disabilities where I only support individuals to finding their voices, and it's not really easy for people with disabilities to find their voice and being able to have their hopes and dreams and know how so important that is to um, them. If if I could do something, I've had that experience, but in my program is that experience with the self-advocates that soon, soon enough they'll be become activists. I see myself more of an activist with the civil rights disability movement and being a part of such a great team with so many other um, individuals with disabilities and the mix with non people without having a disability and just um, doing that. And so my program is grown by people with disabilities and I help help them find their voice in doing what they want to do without me telling them what to do, which is kind of my hope and seeing them do that. Well, just meeting you and listening to you, I can't imagine you're not inspiring them to do that, that you are a great role model. Well, I hate to disappoint you, but I, um, I am not a person that just inspiring others because I am an individual that um, so many people inspire. So what does that really mean? <laughs> um, I will say is people say that because... I, of uh, the stereotype of um, people with disabilities. They think they're so inspiring or so special or so different kinds of things. There's a different types of microaggressions, mm -hmm. and I'm very, very much into all of that and support and really listening to people before I just say what I just said. I, re I really think before I say what I want to say and how important that is, and that's where I come from. That is really awesome. Thank you. And you were going to say, Stacy. I was going to say, Eric, say a little bit more about why sometimes the word inspire makes you really clarify. Isn't, isn't it true that you want people to know you're just like they are? You have the same needs as everyone else. They're not really so special. Yeah, we're not, we're not so special to the point where we're going to get treated 
more like a younger child or a younger adult. Yeah, we may have disabilities. We may look a little bit younger, but it's, the word inspiring is kind of is another way in saying that I'm retarded. The R word that we don't use in the state because in our government and so many advocates, so many people with disabilities really told their stories to our policymakers where the effectiveness comes out of that. And now that got changed to intellectual disability, something more respectful. So if there's going to be an R word, it should be respect. Mm. Thank you. I love that R word. We could all use a lot more of that in each of our individual lives, right? Yes. yes. And it takes time for people to exercise that and learn that. And that's one of the things that I do in my job at Arkeekin County and help people be respectful of everyone, include everyone. Absolutely. So, Eric, thank you for really commenting on that and building that awareness because I think all of us need educating and I appreciate your giving that input. So I think what that leads to is maybe a little more insight and understanding about intellectual disabilities and developmental disabilities. So Stacy, could you enlighten us a bit? Yeah, you bet. So an intellectual or developmental disability develops during the formative years of childhood and lasts a lifetime. Children with neurological or genetic conditions are often identified at birth, and they're discovered to have delays in the usual milestones of development. So both children and adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities need significant assistance usually in just caring for themselves, in communicating, learning, being able to develop relationships, independent living, getting a job, and being economically self-sufficient. The most familiar diagnoses that people are familiar with include autism, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, spina bifida, epilepsy, a child with a traumatic brain injury, or a child with medically intensive disabilities. So hearing these terms, anyone who might be aware of someone in their family, in their circle of friends, would be able to reach out to Ark of King County. Absolutely. Right. So let's just mention very quickly how they might do that. Well, we're sort of the 211 in King County. Um, so families can call our direct line and really just ask any question they want. Uh, and then we'll find the right program, the right person, the right place for them to get more support and information. Great. So remember that 211 gets you to. No. Nope. So 211 will refer people to us, actually. <laughs> I see. Got it. Okay. So 211. So we're going to go a little broader with that, and we will meet Robin Tatsuda. Robin, you're going to really give us a greater insight here into how we can connect with ARC. Yeah. Well, let's take a step back and just kind of talk about the different reasons why someone might want to connect with the ARC. We have people with disabilities who call us directly. A lot of parents of people with disabilities will call us, maybe siblings or other family members. Sometimes it's a neighbor or a lot of times it's other professionals who work um, with people with disabilities in other places. And they might be calling for anything 
across the entire lifespan. We have some people who just got a prenatal diagnosis of Down syndrome and they don't know what to think. And they just want to talk to another person who understands what Down syndrome is and what that experience is like. We get people who call us for, you know, uh, trying to find therapies and doctors, navigating the special ed system, looking for child care. Uh, when you go into the adult years, you're talking about employment and housing and transportation. And as you're getting older, we've got families, you know, where the parents are getting older and they're maybe not able to provide the care for their loved one anymore. And what are they going to do next? How do they plan for that future? Basically anything under the sun that you could think of that has to do with disabilities, people call us about it. We know a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff. Um, the, the phone number, if you were wondering, um, is 206-829-7053. That will get you to our information and resource team. Um, and they, like I said, they can answer a ton of questions and help connect you with people and resources and all kinds of stuff. One thing that's really special, I think, about the ARC of King County is a majority of the people on our team either experience disabilities themselves, are parents or extended family members of people with disabilities, and that's pretty rare to find. A lot of times people tell us, I've never spoken to anyone who understands. Mm. Um, Sometimes people cry (laughs) when they talk to us for the first time because you find a community, you find a group of people who get it, who get your experience and who love people with disabilities uh, instead of judge. So that's unique. So is there a location, which I'm sure people would find out once they call you, but is there a site that people actually uh, come to meet with someone or have group meetings? That yeah, sort of thing? well, so that's complicated. Our office is right down by the Space Needle, and nobody likes to go downtown in Seattle. Uh, so we actually hold events throughout the county. Pretty much every month we're in North King County, East King County, South King County doing different kinds of things, whether they're parent meetups or workshops. Um, Eric leads things down in Federal Way. We're all over the county. So the best way to connect with us is either on Facebook or on our website to find out what our activities are and how you can connect with us. People are welcome to come to the office, but a lot of people don't want to try to get down there. You know, actually, that seems to be like such a common sense way to do it, get out to the people. We're a huge city and uh, county, so to get out there, and I saw on the website actually that there were these different community meetings, so that sounds brilliant, really. Well, thank you. A great way. (laughs) So there is a concept called Circle of Friends? Well, I don't know if it's anyone else's concept except our own, but you know, when we talk about people with intellectual and developmental disabilities and the idea of inclusion and really empowering people um, to live the life they want to live, Stacy mentioned earlier there's a concept of sort of interdependence. In order to promote and protect the human and civil rights of people with developmental disabilities, it's not just focusing on the people with disabilities. That's a huge part. That's the center of our circle. It's all about people with developmental disabilities of any age, babies to, you know, 979-year-olds. But in order to accomplish this mission, we have to look beyond that. So at the ARC, we provide support for people with disabilities. The next layer out is kind of like an onion, right? The next layer out is really looking at the family. How do we support parents? How do we support siblings, grandparents, this natural support network, and make sure that they have the resources in order to ensure that their loved one has the life that they want to live? 
But even still, you can't just support the parents, right? Mm-hmm. The next step out, there's a lot of services, service systems out there, all kinds of them, whether they're specific for disabilities or not. And those services need to be able to support the families and the individual the way that they want to be supported. So we do a lot of work with service systems. We help train them to really be person-centered. We help train them to be truly empowering and respectful to people with disabilities and their families um, so that people have the best experience that it can have. But again, it doesn't end there. (laughs) The next step out is policies and laws and the budgets and all those kinds of things that impact those services, that impact those families and those individuals. We fight endlessly to make sure that people with disabilities are part of the conversation, conversations around housing, education, employment, all those kinds of things. People with disabilities experience all of these things and need to be part of that conversation to make sure the, the laws and the policies are supporting our community. But still, it doesn't end there. (laughs) Um, Ultimately, if we do our jobs, and when that's done, I can retire, we need to change just society's attitude about people with disabilities. We still live in an era where there's this belief that different is bad. And when something is bad, we have a tendency to want to get away from it or push it away or keep it away. And people with disabilities are not completely welcome in their communities. So whether it be the grocery store or your neighborhood coffee shop or going to your library or wherever, people with disabilities every single day struggle because they don't feel welcome. Um, And so it takes the whole community, our whole society to say, you know what, I play a role in this. I play a role, even if I don't have a disability, even if I'm not related to someone with a disability or have a friend, I still can be an ally which means I believe that everyone is welcome. I promote the belief that everyone should be able to live a positive life, and I'm going to contribute towards that, whether it be saying hi to someone and smiling (laughs) when they come um, to the restaurant, whether it be giving somebody a little extra time to think or process um, when they're asking for directions. Whatever it takes, it's just being a little bit more welcoming. So that's that kind of circle, that circle of support, that onion yes. that we talk about. Yes. Remember this onion as being so critically important to all of us, just being brothers and sisters, literally, right, mm-hmm. across the community, the city, across the state and mm-hmm. the country, the world, ultimately. I like that onion concept. And for us to really be kind Maybe be kind and understanding and welcoming. And I think that one way for us to really begin to understand more, and hopefully that's what this morning's little group of us meeting here this morning is, is to extend an invitation where the community can learn a lot more. So we're going to turn to Madeline Wood. And Madeline, you have really important information for us about how really soon we can really do something very important in terms of educating ourselves as well as doing some support. Yeah, we have an event coming up. It's focused on community inclusion. So we thought really hard about how we could create an event to bring people in the community out and interact with people with disabilities and just be part of the community as one group. So we created this event called the 5K for Inclusion. It's a family fun run, walk and roll. And it's just to bring everybody together and interact with people that they may have never interacted with and really get a sense of the community as a whole and let people with disabilities feel like they're part of the group. 
because they definitely are and we need to make sure that they get the chance to be as often as they can. So our event is going to be on September 16th at Magnuson Park. The run starts at 9 a.m., but registration's opening at 8. It's a free event to participate, and we're just taking registrants online at our website on arcofkingcounty.org. We're just trying to get everybody out and really get together as a group and see how wonderful this community is, and inclusion is so important to us. I think it's an opportune time to have that opportunity if we've lived somehow in isolation or have had a fear. We don't know how to really interact with people with who are experiencing some kind of a disability. I think this is the place to really come forward and learn. Besides meeting people, there are going to be booths and such uh, available as well, right? Definitely. So we are partnering with a number of agencies in the area. So Special Olympics is one of them, Navos, Provail is another disability organization. We've got several coming. We're going to be working with them. They've got booths set up to provide information to families and support and really just help broaden everyone's education on the subject. It's just a great time to come out, learn more, and be part of the group. Exactly. And there is no cost involved. However, it is a fundraiser. Yes, it is. (laughs) The funds are important. And actually, I really appreciated what Eric told me earlier uh, before we were actually (laughs) engaged in the conversation. I'm going to go back to Eric and ask him to mention that here again. So, Eric, you had told me that you weren't able to attend last year's event. So what happened? So what I did, I gave a donation to the Archie King County for my participation that year. And so this year I'm attending and going to be walking the whole route and be a part with my colleagues and friends from the community. And wouldn't you want everyone to come out and be there at Magnuson Park? I would like to see everyone, even some of my close friends, even family even if they were there for five or ten minutes, actually, that would mean a whole lot. You know, for me, to see other people cheering us on, making it to the, to the end of the, of the line and have a great time with everyone and feeling really good and being a part of something. That's what inclusion means to me. It's just, it means to be included, and it means all. I love that. So there is your invitation directly from Eric, Big E. Might you give us a, if we get there, will you have some kind of an impersonation for us? I am a huge fan of Elvis Presley, and I probably will say, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can feel how wonderful these few people are, and they're just a sampling of the larger community and the way that all of us can be together. But Robin's going to give us a little more insight on those who can look toward Arc of King County for service and all the different programs. Uh, Just in a nutshell, what do you have, Robin? Well, biggest thing is we serve as a resource center, like I talked about. We can answer questions about all kinds of services. If you're having trouble with services, we can help you navigate them and support you to get all your needs met through services. We also have a really robust parent-to-parent program, which operates under the idea that nobody knows what it's like to raise a child with a disability unless you are raising a child with a disability. Lots of activities to connect parents 
parents to each other. Specialty activities for dads. Uh, dads tend not to engage quite as much as moms, so we're doing more and more to reach dads. And even some specialty projects for grandparents and siblings, especially adult siblings who are probably taking over care of their loved one or taking over that support role and need a little bit of extra help. We have programs specifically for African-American families, as well as a very dynamic Spanish-speaking program. We have a, a project right now to really try to engage foster parents and youth with developmental disabilities in the foster system to make sure that their needs are being met, as well as families who maybe adopted a child with a disability or um, are kinship care providers, so like a grandparent caring for their grandchild or a you know an auntie caring for their, their nephew or whatever it is. At the Ark of King County, we also have a representative payee program, which is for adults who utilize Social Security benefits but need some help to manage their own budget. We also have a supported living program, which um, provides help for people with disabilities to live in the community if they're no longer living with their parents. And then, like Eric said, a robust advocacy and civic engagement program, both for people with disabilities that Eric leads, as well as parent and family coalition work that um, is led by those extended family members. And then we are really excited. We're in partnership with King County, their Best Starts for Kids levy, and we offer a homelessness prevention program for youth and families who are at imminent risk of homelessness. There is so much <laughs> under this umbrella of ARC of King County. How can we not want to be involved, to learn more, to also be advocates? So we need to get out on... September 16th, Magnuson Park, be there, and uh, you'll get the opportunity to meet these wonderful people, specifically Eric. Seek out (laughs) Eric, be there, and we're all going to learn and grow together to be a much more dynamic, inclusive community. Well said. Thank 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 you. Thank you. Thank you.